Rock Salt Radio. Be afraid also, tremendously afraid, for the day of reckoning is upon us. Broadcasting from within our six feet social distance. Well, yeah. Well, me and the Lord. Mm-hmm. We got an understanding. Yeah, what's that understanding? We're on a mission from God. On a mission from God. It's Aaron and Dave on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience Special Christmas Edition. Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> We're putting the band back together. Again. No way. We're on a mission from God. Yeah, the band's called Santa and the Elves. Matt, me and Elwood. Putting the band back together. Ma'am, you got to understand that this is a lot bigger than any domestic problems you might be experiencing. Would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matt here to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. <laughs> I love that. Yes. First you trade the Cadillac for a microphone. Then you lie to me about the band. Now you're going to put me right back in the joint. They're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. All right, it's the special Christmas edition, as I said, and uh, we got all kinds of Christmas music. And 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. And all kinds of other fun stuff lined up, correct, Aaron? Yeah, Nancy joins us to talk about movies a little bit, too. Yeah. works in mysterious ways. Yep. Yep. Strike up the band, Sal. Oh. All right. So another week. It's uh, another week closer to Christmas. It's almost here. It's almost here. You don't do shopping? <laughs> well, no, but I don't got any more money, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Is, is Biden taking a bite out of Christmas? Hey, I'm loving living in Biden's America. <laughs> loving it. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be a happy, jolly Christmas show. I thought we were going <laughs> to stay away from politics. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and you know, if you bring that up, you know that's where I'm going to go. Yeah. Well, you mentioned... Uh, I have no self-control. Done. Yeah. So again, we talk about movies, and we'll talk about uh, the music, top streaming songs during the Christmas time. And uh, we're going to do something special. We've d- never done this. Uh, What's that? We're um, our wives are writing list of five people that can't be Bible characters or politicians. And if we could buy them a Christmas gift, we would buy them this gift. So we'll have a segment about that. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, That'll be interesting. Yeah. Sure. And, so, and my son's putting a list of superheroes that we can uh, buy a gift for. So that should be fun to talk about. That might be interesting as well. Yes. So. All right. So uh, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. And um, I hope you enjoy what we're putting out today. Yeah. It, good list of music. Um, definitely listen to the uh, Musecast version to uh, get your feel of Christmas music. If not, uh, you can listen to the other versions and just have a couple of laughs and hang out with us. That's true. So, uh, coming up, one of the best songs, Christmas songs ever, by the Yellow and Black Attack, Striper, Winter Wonderland, on Rock Salt Musecast Experience. 
Hi, this is Jermaine with Tricord, and you're listening to Rock Salt Musecast with Aaron and Dave. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Rock Salt Musecast experience with Aaron and Dave. It's Christmas time. It's that time of year, Aaron. It's a couple of weeks away now. I know that... Uh, Are you playing Christmas music at work yet? Uh, well, I work in a garage. So it's whatever the, the guys want to listen to. And yes, okay. a couple of times that I've walked into the garage, it has been all Christmas music. So they seem to be in the mood. Good. In the Christmas spirit, as they say. So um, top 25 Christmas songs, according to Spotify. Yeah, streaming. The, the top streaming songs on Spotify. So yeah, this is not uh, any other kind of list than, than, hey, this is what people are listening to. Yeah. So, and this right? is a 2020 list, but again, okay. these, are, these are still probably the, the most popular ones. All right, so from 2020. 20, number 25, The Ronettes and Sleigh Ride. Yeah, I don't know the song. So. You don't know that song? No. I'll, I'll find it for you. I'm not going to play all these songs, but okay. I'll just you'll recognize it when you hear it. Uh, the Ronettes being um, Ronnie Spector and, and Phil Spector and... They were kind of a big deal. I do know number 24, though. I like that song. What's that? I do like number 24. All right, we'll get to it. All right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got that Christmas feel to oh, it, yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. Oh, but it's yeah. got that swing from the, you know, it's the Ronettes. Like, like 60s? Yeah. Come out in the 60s? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to get them singing. You've heard that oh. song a billion times, yeah, I know. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's why it's number 25, and you know. Yep. Uh, <laughs> number 24. Michael Buble. Michael Buble. I like Michael Buble. Santa oh, Claus yeah. is coming to town. Which, as a kid, was probably one of my favorite Christmas songs. One of them. I loved Christmas as a kid. My mom had a an album of Perry Como doing Christmas songs. I wore that thing out. I loved it. Number 23? Shaken Stevens, Merry Christmas, everyone. I've never heard of this. Have you heard of this? No. I'm going to have to look it up here real quick. Okay. Let's see. Shaken Stevens. Let me, let me go to number 22 where you look okay. it up. Uh, Burl Ives, A Holly Jolly Christmas. Okay, love that's, that song. that's a standard. Oh, love that song. And Coldplay, Christmas Lights. I've never heard that song either. So, And then a new one that came out a couple years ago, I think, uh, Kelly Clarkson, number 20, um, with uh, Underneath the Tree. But uh, back to number uh, 23, Shaken Stevens. Shaken Stevens. Merry Christmas. I've never heard this. I don't even know who this is. It's not bad. No. Got a little bit of Paul McCartney sound to oh, it. That would be great. Yeah. Definitely. All right. All right. I'm at number uh, 20, Kelly Clarkson, Underneath the Tree. That's, a, I think, a new song that had just come out in the last couple of years. Yeah. And then Elvis Presley. This is a Christmas song I really don't like. The blue, you know, uh, blue Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's okay. You um, know, we got a we got a lot of friends down in uh, you know 
Tennessee, and okay. they, they're probably big Elvis fans. Okay, so, all right. I, I love it, everyone. <laughs> oh, I really do. You know. Um, where are we at here? Elvis uh, Presley, Sam 18. Smith. Yeah. Have yourself a little merry little Christmas. Paul McCartney. This truly is one of my guilty pleasures, one of my favorite Christmas songs. I do look. Um, You're not going to sing, right, when you play it? Oh, I might. Okay. <laughs> Let me hear yeah. Let me find it here. I know a lot of people do not dig this song, but I do. Didn't Wham do a do a cover of this too? This does sound a little Wham like, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. See. Just a happy Christmas song. It is, I, and I like it. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I get it. It gets played a lot in retail and, you know, gets worn out. Here, the next one, number 16, Nat King Cole, one of the uh, my favorite. It's a standard. Uh, yeah, one of my favorite voices of, uh, you know, guy can just, I can listen to him all day sing. Fantastic voice. It's cr- the Christmas song, Merry Christmas to you. Yep. Uh, Chris Ree, Driving Home for Christmas. Don't know that one. Michael Buble, again. He, he's on the list twice, Aaron. Yeah. Holly Jolly Christmas. He's got a lot of fans. He's a crooner, man. Uh, Jose Feliciano, Feliz Navidad. Sure. I'm surprised that's not up in the top 10, honestly. Yeah. I think uh, they had a one of the Christmas uh, shows. Had these young pop kids. I never even heard of them. Boy band. New boy band. Mm-hmm. Maybe with, Young Loon knows sing who they with, are. Uh, I think it was uh, <laughs> Sing With, the original guy from... Who sings Feliz Navidad? Jose Feliciano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh my gosh. Uh, I, I think he probably hit him with the guitar after afterwards. <laughs> they were so bad with him. He's like, get get off the stage. Get off the stage. Now, <laughs> well, he didn't uh, look at him because he's blind. That, yes. <laughs> and, and, and well, <laughs> uh, we'll leave that alone. All right. Uh, Number 12, Bing Crosby, John Scott Trotter, and his orchestra, the Ken Darby Singers. And White Christmas. Watching that last night. Didn't uh, didn't we go see that at the theater one Christmas? I think so. Yeah, that was pretty uh that was pretty good. Number eleven, uh another one of my favorites. John and Yoko, Happy Xmas, War is over. Um I like I, the song. I, I don't like their version, but there's a couple other versions out there. Okay. I yeah, I mean, hey, the message is yeah. yeah, it's the song's great. The message uh is is a topic for another day. Frank Sinatra featuring B. Swanson Quartet is at number 10 with Let It Snow. Can't go wrong with Frank Sinatra doing Let It Snow. Oh. Yeah. Number nine. Probably one of your favorites, Band-Aid. <laughs> Do they know it's Christmas? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that song, too. Uh, who was in Band-Aid? Or was that their own band? No, Band-Aid was kind of like the We Are the World thing. Okay. You know, it had just all kinds of people in it. I don't remember who. Wasn't Bono in there? I Probably. Think. Yeah, okay. You know, he does all that activist stuff. Um, number eight, Bobby Helms, Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, Got to listen to that every Christmas time. Brenda Lee at number seven with Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. I don't think anybody should do that one again. She she nailed it. Really? And just leave it alone. All right. I love it. Mm. Andy Williams at number six. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I just can't hear that song and not think about uh, Sinbad and uh, Arnold on Jingle All the Way, <laughs> and Arnold's like yelling 
you know, because it's the, during that movie, the scene is they're in the mall and they're trying to get a turbo man. Turbo man. Yeah. <laughs> And, and the, they got the bouncing balls, to, the lottery to get the Turbo Man, and uh, you know, Arnold's had- yelling, Mailman's got two, he's got two, and all the women attack the Mailman, <laughs> he's laughing, so, uh, but it, it's uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year, that's you know, sure. I uh, Nancy and I had to go find a Turbo Man for Shane when that movie came out. Oh, man. Yep. And I think you could only get him at, like, Target or something like that. I could be wrong. Uh, here's one of your new faves. I know you love the Beebs. Dave, that's my secret crush. I know it is. I know it is. I know if you had more hair, you'd be cutting it just like the Beebs. Oh, yeah. 50 something years old trying to do that Beebs look. All right. Justin Bieber, number five, mistletoe. Michael Buble on the list for a third time. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I guess we know who the new Perry Como is, right? Yeah, but this is his best Christmas song, I think. Is it? Yeah, I I, I like this one I, a lot. I no, like I, Michael Buble. I'm not talking yeah. smack about him at all. No. Number three, I played this for our Christmas show last year, and you were like, wow, I've never heard this before. What? Uh, I've heard last Christmas. No, no. Um, oh, Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. Sorry, I skipped. Santa, Santa Sorry, I, yeah, Santa I hadn't heard Tell- that one before. Sa- yeah, and, and it you, wasn't bad. No, you were like, oh, good pop it. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Wham, Last Christmas, which uh, there's totally a joke there that I'm not going to touch because it'll offend a lot of people, and I'm not here to offend you today. Sometimes I am, but not today. Um, not the Christmas show. <laughs> yeah. Just every other show. Nah. <laughs> It's a funny joke, though, but, yeah, no, it'll just offend. Uh, you want to take a guess? I mean, uh, no, but, but, uh, hey, uh, we'll take a bet here. <laughs> What's the number one streamed oh, Christmas yeah. song of all time? Oh, man. Oh. My, my son hates that because Walmart played it nonstop. He worked at Walmart during Christmas time, and they played this song nonstop. <laughs> nonstop. See, and that's maybe one reason that I do like this song is because I didn't work in retail and I didn't have to listen to this song all the time. So I actually kind of like this song. Oh, man, it's 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 a classic. It's a great song. Yes. Oh, man. There's a funny video out on YouTube. The chat roulette one? Uh, yeah, the... the the guy yeah the guy who oh that's yeah that's hysterical yeah so if you want to see this funny video which is probably what turned me on to this song actually is uh go on youtube search all i want for christmas is you chat roulette you don't even have to do that all you do is search the other and it come up it's so popular yeah it, it's yeah it's a very popular video no, I'm, I'm not promoting guys to dress up in, in ladies clothes and but, all that you know it, but it's it's so funny it's only because he's going for the joke yes he's it's great yeah and so and he's and during the whole thing he's got people kind of viewing it and their faces and all that yeah. makes the video so it's it's well and funny. you know what i you know what i like about that video is um that the people that are watching it and seeing this guy who's dressed up in women's clothes that really shouldn't be, yeah, um, it, they get the joke and they start yeah. singing along and it's just funny and it's funny how people react to other people they don't know. It's just, it's, I don't know. There's something kind of 
cohesive about it. You know what I mean? If there was a uh, number one song for singing in the shower, I think this one would uh, be right up there. Uh, <laughs> it, it's great to sing along with. I'm, I'm almost singing along with it right now. My feet are tapping. So, uh, you it, know, it's great. Uh, what are some other, uh, just to ask you, what's your favorite Christmas song? My favorite Christmas song? Uh, there's a, there's one. Because I like. got a few I really like. But yeah, but you, you were... Uh, one last year, you're like, you got to put this on the show. And then I was kind of a uh, humbug guy. And I said, only Christian artists. But this one, you want Well, to- now I have a Christian artist that does this song. Oh, you do? Okay. Father Christmas from the Kings. Oh, okay. But let me find the Christian version. Well, you, you the Grinch one. You, you oh, the Whirling Dervishes. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, so, hang on one it, second. Let me find... It's a great version. Let me find the the Christian band version of this. No, I love just Bing Crosby White Christmas. It's, it's I like the standards. You know, yeah, I love Bing. Cro- I got a Bing Crosby Christmas CD. I I love the standards. Yeah, uh, but but my favorite one. So here it is from Grave okay. Robber. Grave robber, who hopefully we'll have on the show soon. Yes. Uh, Father Christmas. And it's it's uh, from the Kinks. And it it is really about the poor side of Christmas and how uh, these kids would go out and, like, rob Santa Claus because they got no money. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, they, they have another song that's now my favorite. Uh, yeah, let me find that one. Yeah. Mama, grandma got got eaten by a zombie. Yeah, here's a grave robber doing grandma got half eaten by a zombie. Oh, okay, <laughs> half eaten. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I am a huge fan of... Uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Yeah, I hate he, that song. I, I know, and I think what got to me is is these two guys made a song and became uh, hopefully now, healthy a little a little richer. Now see after, after writing I, that song, I mentioned the Mariah Carey retail thing. I didn't work retail, so um, you know I don't really know, or I don't really have the same memories of the Mariah Carey song that other people have and the same hatred for it. But grandma got run over for by a reindeer. I worked in radio for 17 years and I have played that song way too many times and I neither find the humor in it or I just don't like it. It's just the the underdog story. Okay. They wrote the song, you know, one hit wonder basically. And, uh, they became famous. Yeah, writing a song about a reindeer running over grandma. Here's. Grave robber doing the Grinch. I like the Project 86 version of this song. There's a Project 86 version? Yes. Let me and find so that. That's, that's what's going to be on the uh, show. On the Musecast version Project of our Christmas Eddie show. Grinch. Let me find that. 
All right, here we go. Project 86. Kind of what I would expect from Project 86. Yes. Kind of dark. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I had to click on this. I'm on Project 86 right now. They did the Misfit Toys, which, you know, you know the Misfit Toys, right? I have no idea. You don't know uh, what the Misfit Toys are? No. You know the whole Rudolph, the Red News Reindeer, uh, Rankin Bass things that we used to watch in the 70s as kids on TV? Okay. They went to the island of misfit toys. Okay. Just kind of clicking ahead here. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I do like Run Rudolph. Run, run, Rudolph. I don't, I'm assuming this is the same. They're they're just covering Run Run Rudolph. Yeah, uh, Faithhead's version is on the. Uh, oh, do they have one? Yeah, they have one. Right very, on, very very good. So, well, let's check out their version. I kind of like this better than the Project 86 for sure. I like that chugging guitar there. Yeah, I, I, that's one thing I like about the song. Nice. All right. Yeah, so check out our MuseCast uh, portion of the show, uh, the MuseCast Experience show, and you'll hear all these... Uh, you want to try that room. again, Aaron? No. Check out the Christmas show. <laughs> Musecast version. <laughs> the Musecast version of the Christmas show, and you'll find some of our favorite Christmas songs. As you keep saying, it's my first time. So, <laughs> All right, back to more Christmas music on the Rock Salt Musecast experience. Hey, this is P-Punk, bass player for Faithhead, and you're listening to Rock Salt. But I don't really understand why it's called rock salt because they're not making any ice cream. So don't expect anything good. Rock salt newscast experience. Christmas show. Christmas experience. I like how you said that. Christmas, Christmas show. show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you should make that your announcer Christmas boy. Christmas show. Christmas show. <laughs> You know, it's like I've been watching cops lately, and the guy at the beginning of the cop show, man, I, I make fun of him all the time because I love his voice, but he's got this way of drawing out his words into the court of law. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, who talks like that? <laughs> Do you talk to your buddy and go, yeah, I had to go down to the court of law? <laughs> You'd be like, what are you talking about, bro? He's getting paid, Dave. <laughs> All right. We talked about songs. 
Now we're going to talk about movies. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about some top Christmas movies. Not just top movies. Top Christmas movies. Now, this is a list from uh, uh, 2020. Okay, uh, so U- the it's USA, a little dated. Uh, from uh, USA Today. And uh, the reason I chose this is they only have 20 movies. I mean, a lot of the lists. Because <laughs> lo- it was short. Yeah, although well, there was a lot of lists that were like 60 to 50, and I'm like, oh, it's going to take forever to talk about those. So, But uh, this one was pretty good. Um, number 20 uh, was Arthur Christmas uh, from 2011. Uh, it's animated Brisbane. Um, the animated Brisbane. British gym centers on Santa Claus' son, Arthur, uh, who works on a deadline to get a present to the one girl forgotten. Yeah, I never heard of it. And yeah. and you know what? Uh, I just decided, let's skip through really quick the, the ones that we maybe never heard of. Okay, <laughs> um, this one we have, we both watched, uh, classic Home Alone. Saw it in the theater, man. Yeah, so uh, number, that's, a great, uh, that's a good movie. Oh, yeah. That's a good family movie. Yeah. Did you enjoy the sequels too? No. Okay. That's I didn't. The first one? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't bother What's your with your favorite the, scene from that movie. From from Home Alone. Home Alone. I don't know that I have a favorite scene. Oh, I just I do. The I do thing with the bullets and all that. You know. Well, that's pretty good, and yeah. I did laugh in the theater with everybody else when they did that. Um, you know. Oh, you know what I like. <laughs> I do like at the beginning of the movie, you got that rude kid from next door and he gets in the lineup while they're counting the kids. Yeah. And then he goes, Hey, bring me back something French. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funny part. Yeah. Number 18, the ice harvest with, uh, uh, John, John Cusack. Cusack. Yeah. No, I don't remember it. Never much. heard of it. I uh, like the- John Cusack, but oh, wait, it says Mob Lawyer set in Wichita, Kansas on Christmas Eve. This twisty, cool, and funny oh, film noir mob. cast. Yeah, I love mob movies. Uh, cast John Cusack left with Connie Nielsen as a mob lawyer who steals $2 million from his boss, Randy Quaid, as. and has issues hightailing it out of town because of bad weather. Uh, you know what? That actually sounds good. <laughs> All right, number 17, The Bishop's Wife. Bishop's uh, Wife. Classic Great classic movie. Great classic movie. Used to watch it all the time with my mom. Didn't appreciate it then. Appreciate it now. Uh, have you seen it? No, I haven't, but I'm going to watch it. Cary Grant. Oh, yeah. You know, he's fabulous. Yeah. My if you can't find actor. it, come over here. I own it. Uh, and, you know, we'll watch it and I'll make popcorn. All right. All right. The Night Before Christmas is number 16. You know, I've never seen this movie and I kick myself in the butt for never seeing it because everybody says how great it is. And I don't want to speak ill of it because I know nothing about this movie and it is probably fantastic. Number 15th, or me and Dave disagree, Lethal Weapon. Uh, that is not a Christmas movie. Okay. No, number 15, Lethal Weapon. Okay. <sighs> All right. They, they get into a gun battle at a Christmas tree lot. It's a Christmas movie. Uh, Number 14, uh, Joyce Noel from 2005. Never heard of it. Nope. Um, number 13, the classic from uh, 1954. Great classic. White Christmas. I mm-hmm. uh, watched it last night. My wife, uh, I can watch that during the summer. It's yeah. just a great movie. That's a funny movie, too. Yeah. Uh, number 12, Gremlins from 1984. Yeah, see, we're going to have to get Nancy on and ask her uh if if gremlins is really a christmas movie that she loves that movie and i um i think it's a great movie but and it takes place at christmas but i don't think it's a christmas movie number 11 the shop around the corner from 1940 
Never heard of it. Okay. Uh, number 10, uh, a movie I haven't seen, but you just love. Uh, a Christmas Story. Yeah, Christmas Story. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie, and you don't even get that joke. Oh, I... Uh, people say I, I, I look like an older version of the kid, and maybe that's why I just never watched it. No, I don't I don't okay. think so. But okay. you know who the kid is? The kid is Messy Marvin. Do you remember Messy Marvin from the, the old uh, Hershey commercials? Yes. That's who the kid is. He is also related, because his last name is Billingsley, he's related to Barbara Billingsley, who was June Cleaver. Okay. Uh, he also does a lot of directing and acting now. Okay. He's very involved. Number nine, A Christmas Carol from 1951. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's not the George C. Scott one, though. That's No. Uh, what does it say? Among the various traditional versions of the Charles Dickens classic from the Muppet Christmas Carol to the excellent George C. Scott TV movie, this one cuts right to the dark tones of the original text with Scrooge, Alistair Sim, living through an, out, an insightful horror film to come out the other side as a better man. Yeah, uh, that one's great. Number eight, The Apartment. Uh, never heard of it. Never heard of it from 1960. It's got, got Jack Lemmon in it. Yeah. Might be a great movie, but I have never heard of it. Number seven, maybe the best Christmas movie of all time, uh, Die Hard from uh, 1988. <laughs> Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Okay. Die Hard is as much of a Christmas movie as Lethal Weapon is. I know the next one, you'll we will both agree that it's one of the top movies. Uh, number six, Natural Lapoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, what a classic. I yeah. saw that in the theater. Yeah. I think it holds true because like everybody's goes through has been through that yeah you could the best comedy is stuff people can relate to yeah and everybody relates to family and having to deal with family during the holidays where you know yeah you want grandma around but at the same time grandma's a pain in the butt <laughs> you know <laughs> what the, i mean and the crazy cousin or is that a brother i forget oh Randy cousin Clay. eddie cousin eddie yeah you know yeah cousin we, eddie we, we could all relate to having that crazy cousin <laughs> yeah <laughs> Or brother or whatever. I might uh, be the cousin Eddie in my family, honestly. <laughs> Number five, a classic uh, miracle on 34th Street from uh, 1947. Great movie. Natalie Wood. Um, well, you can't say anything bad about that movie. That movie is great beginning to end. I love that movie. Uh, number four, love actual. I, I, I don't agree with this being in the top five, but um, I did watch it a couple times. Um, good movie. Love actually. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's okay. Uh, I agree with you. It's not number four. One, yeah, number three in this list would be your wife's number one, and I don't even think there's a close second. Um, Elf. She loves this movie. Yeah, she loves Elf. <laughs> is it is it the love with Will Ferrell or is it just the movie? I don't know. You want me to call Nancy? Uh, well, let me, let me call Nancy. Okay, because I'll ask her about Gremlins as well. Okay, let me get on another <laughs> list. Keep going. Uh, number two, It's a Wonderful Life from 1946. Yep, great movie. Now, again, I don't think this deserves number one spot, but again, it's not my list. It's a list from USA Today to kind of get us discussing cer certain Christmas movies. Number one, Scrooge from 1988 with uh, uh, Bill Murray. And it is a good movie. I like it. Um, good message about, hey, you know, you need to be nice. Um, so, again. I, I love Scrooge. It... Um, it's perfect for the era that it came out in, 
it is um, it's a great retelling. The cast is great. I, I everything's great about it. that's a good movie. Now another great Christmas Carol retelling movie. Check out an American Christmas Carol with Henry Winkler. It takes place in the uh, Depression era. So what is if Elf is your wife's favorite Christmas movie? What is your favorite? Christmas movie. Well, we're calling Nancy right now. Oh, okay. I'll, then I'll uh, talk about my favorite Christmas okay. movie. Hello. 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 We're recording the show. We have a couple of Christmas questions for you. Okay. Number one. Hold on. Let me turn the okay. TV off. Okay. Number one. Is Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie? She said no. We, we've already done this before last year. Oh, we did this no, one? No, last, last year was Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, no, oh I'm sorry. Oh, oh I, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying Die Hard. Yeah, no. Uh, so right what did you say? Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon's not a Christmas movie. I'll, All right. I'll agree with you. Yeah. And Nancy's a big Lethal Weapon fan. Yeah. All right. I'll well, agree with you. The only not thing a Christmas movie at all. All yeah, right. Okay. And, yeah. Now another one that I don't think is a Christmas movie, but I know it's one of your favorite movies. Gremlins. Is Gremlins a Christmas movie? No. That's... It happens to take place during Christmas. See? Just happens to take place. So Die Hard. Right. It's See, some people like it's me a, believe that takes during Christmas time. if the movie takes place during Christmas time, not filmed during Christmas time, but basically portrays around Christmas time. To me, it's a Christmas movie. Some people do not agree with me, and, and that's fine. See, and I think the plot of the movie has to be about Christmas for it to be a Christmas movie. Exactly. That's what I feel. There are movies like Black Christmas, which is dealing with Christmas, but that's a horror movie. But that one is kind of a horror, but that one's kind of a Christmas movie. Same with Silent Night, Deadly Night. It's about a killer Santa Claus. Yeah, see, that would be a Christmas movie, even though it's a horror movie. The plot is centered around Christmas. What's your yes. uh, your favorite Christmas movie? Is Elf? Love Elf. I am watched Elf already this season. Right now, my mom and I are watching Christmas Vacation. Oh, another classic! Yeah, so such a great one. Is Elf your number one favorite? I think Elf would be my number one favorite. Besides the Grinch, the Grinch cartoon. The Grinch Those cartoon. My, my top two. I love the Grinch cartoon. The movie with Jim Carrey is really good because I watched that the other day. But the Grinch cartoon is such a good cartoon. My light, my wife loves a scene in the Grinch told Christmas with Jim Carrey where they got the Christmas light gun and they're oh yeah they're gunning up the on the Christmas light. My wife's like, "Can I buy one of those?" Yeah. Can I buy one? Oh, of those? whoever comes up with one of those is an instant millionaire, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's a new pet rock. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and you know what? Guys will have no problem going out to decorate the house if they can, you know, take their Christmas like gun and shoot it at the house <laughs> and the work's and done. Down and park it next to the snowmoblower. Yeah. See? Perfect. Yeah, my wife would go crazy. If <laughs> if money was no object, the whole house, you know, our smud bill would be, you know, smud would be sending me a Christmas card. Thank It'd you. It'd be like that uh, episode of, uh, or not episode, but like in uh, 
Christmas vacation where his needle just. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be my bill. Yeah. Do either one of you guys have Disney Plus? I know David does, but Aaron, do you have Disney Plus? Oh, yeah. Yes. There is a program. It's called Christmas Light. It's Christmas Light Competition or something like that. It's the, yeah, it's one of my wife's favorite shows. Okay. I oh. just watched all those episodes. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Some, it, it, some of those guys just families go extreme. Now, another one of my favorite Christmas movies, and this is a newer one, is that Kurt Russell uh, Christmas. Christmas Chronicles. Yes, and and the first year it came out, I told Nancy, "Got to watch it. Got to watch it. It's great." And she didn't. She wouldn't watch it. She, it took her a year to watch that thing. And what do you think of it now? I was. We almost turned that one on, but then Mom said, "Hey, remember we started watching Christmas Vacation yesterday?" And we're like, "Oh yeah, we need to finish watching Christmas Vacation before we watch Christmas Chronicles." And see, the reason I like it, Aaron, is uh, Kurt Russell is not your typical Santa Claus. Like, he blames the kids for ruining Christmas and stuff, and I think that's fantastic. <laughs> you wanted realism in movies. There you go. <laughs> Santa Claus keeping it real. Yeah, see? Am I right, though? Doesn't he say yeah. at one point, you guys ruined Christmas for the world? <laughs> I don't remember that part, but it's probably in there. Yeah, uh, well, I love Kurt Russell anyway, so. That we know. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, hey, what's Dave's favorite? Can you guess what Dave's favorite Christmas movie is? David's favorite Christmas movie? Yes, yeah. what's my favorite Christmas movie? You should know uh, the answer to this. I watch it every year. Isn't it like the bishop's wife, I'm thinking? No, no, that's uh, that's a good one, though. Or, or Miracle on 34th Street. No, nope, that's a good one, too, but no. Nope. Bad Santa. Bad Santa, thank you. <laughs> I was going more than the, the salt, you know. The, oh, the, yeah. No, Bad Santa, probably my favorite. I, I fall off the couch laughing during Bad Santa. Like Santa Claus belly laugh. Yep. <laughs> Every single year. It doesn't matter how many times I've seen the movie. I always laugh. Always laugh, and the point where I laugh the hardest is when Billy Bob asks the kid, "Did someone drop you on your head?" And the kid goes, "My head." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And, and maybe I think it's so funny because I deal with a lot of people like that. <laughs> is there a new Christmas movie out there? that you've watched on Disney plus or whatever that you think is fantastic for our um, listeners. Noel, that was a couple years ago with Anna Kendrick. That was pretty good. And then Godmothered is really good. Those are both on Disney plus. Okay. Godmother right. came out yesterday or last year. Oh, God, um, Godmothered. Godmothered. Yeah. Okay. Those are both. Noel was really cute. Noel was really cute. And of course, you got to throw in, you know, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeers and the Frosty the Snowmans and the, um, who, what am I forgetting Santa, here? Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus Fred, coming Fred, to town. With Fred Astaire telling yep. the story and all that. So those are classic. And uh, Charlie Brown Christmas and all those ones we used to watch as kids. And, uh, you know, one day when I have grandkids, I'll be able to watch them again because my kids don't want to watch them now. <laughs> Except my oldest, he he watched uh, White Christmas with us last night. So, very cool. Yeah, 
Yep. Aaron uh, is going to go to see White Christmas, and he didn't invite me. Yeah. He, oh. Yeah. Well, I didn't think you want to go, but. What? You know. uh, okay. You're invited now. <laughs> oh, now I'm invited. Now that I protest, Nancy, I'm invited. <laughs> That's so nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to go home and tell Don I really didn't want to go with Dave, but no. <laughs> he invited himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey! Before we get out of here, uh, uh, just uh, the uh, top ten um, best family Christmas movies ever from Plugged In Online: uh, The Bishop's Wife, A Christmas Carol from 1951, uh, Dr. Seuss the Grinch from 2018, Elf from 2003, It's a Wonderful Life, uh, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. Um, on that's from 2020, and that's on yep, it's on Netflix. Okay, great. Uh, The Man Who Invented Christmas from 2017, Miracle on 34th Street, the old one from 1947, and The Muppet Christmas Carol 1980, 1992, and The Nativity Story, which is on uh from 2006. So. And and while you're at it, if you're in the Christmas mood and you want to watch a Christmas special. Don't forget to check out the Star Wars Christmas special that ABC put out back in like the early 80s. Yeah, you can watch it on YouTube. Yep. <laughs> they don't have it on, on Disney Plus? No. Okay. No, it is so bad oh, that okay. Okay. nobody wants this thing. It, but it, it falls into that category of this is so bad it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's really bad because nobody wants to lay claim to thing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, when disney won't put it on disney plus uh you know it's bad yeah it's beyond bad but there it is <laughs> and ironically disney bought up abc so they owned it a long time ago <laughs> no, we're gonna pass. yeah yeah so hey thanks nancy for joining the show and your input on the christmas movies you have a thanks merry christmas you have guys have one too all right Bye. It, bye. It's a rock salt muse cast experience with Aaron and Dave. Hey, everybody. This is Jenny from the band Saving Jackie, and you're listening to Rock Salt Muse cast experience with Aaron and Dave. Rock salt. I'm Dave Peril. This is Aaron Sound. And we've got new shows every week on demand on Spotify. Rock Saw Musecast Experience, Aaron and Dave. And uh, holly jolly Christmas, Aaron. It's that time of year. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking forward to, uh, I don't want to put this in the wrong way, but getting it over with. You know, I like. So I can breathe a sigh of relief. Well, I, I like how it's Christmas is coming. And then when the closer Christmas gets, uh, now I want it to be over with. Yeah, I'm, um, it's like it's like going for graduation. Yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun in school, but man, I can't wait for graduation day. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Uh, you know, it. it um, we have all these kids we mentor and see, and one lives in Fresno. We're gonna get to see him, and and uh, you know, just uh, spend time with all these kids. Uh, evening of uh, gifts and everything else. We're all gonna see. Uh, we have a church bayside here that does a bunch of Christmas stuff. We're gonna go see their Christmas play and all that. So, all right. Some idea I had a couple weeks ago was uh, 
our wives. Oh, before we get into okay. that, okay. Before we get into that, uh, now last year it went really well that we exchanged gifts. Okay. And you got me a pretty cool Breaking Bad thing, Better yeah. Call Saul over there. Yeah. And I got you a really cool book that you still talk about. Yes. Called the Heroin Diaries. And um, now this year I found something really cool to get you for Christmas. And when I went to go order it, um, it said I could order it. And then when I went to pay, it said, no, you can't order this. So I don't know why, but... Uh, Supply chain, maybe? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But um, I still have my sights set on that. So I am going to today order it again or try to order it again. So um, maybe we can have it. I'm pretty sure I won't have it next week, but okay. I can at least print something out that I can give to you that, hey, this is on its way. Okay. But I did find something really cool in the meantime that is not... It's not big and great, but it's just kind of cool stocking stuffer type thing. Okay. That I went, oh, I'm going to get this. And surprisingly, I mean, I ordered it and it probably showed up in two to three days. Okay. I was a little surprised. So hang on. Let me grab it. All right. Go ahead. I wish you had known you were doing this. I would have brought your gifts over no 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 i want to do uh, i just want to get this one out of the way we can do gifts a different time okay so i want you to uh i want you to look at the return address on this because i don't want to give anything away just read what from top to bottom what the you don't have to read the p.o box but who's it from uh tg media okay who do you think and I'll, I'll, I'll just to keep it brief. I'll give you one guess. Who do you think TG Media is? I got no idea. I'm, I'm totally lost. Take a wild guess. Um, what does the TG stand for? Man. I am totally lost here. It's... Not one of your favorite musicians, but it is one of my favorite musicians. Uh, Tommy Lee or? No. Nope. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So. Okay. Um, maybe this will help you a little. I, I'm, oh, trying okay. to, I'm trying to fold stuff and oh, okay. so you can't see what everything is just yet. Okay. Okay. But so he, like, he autographed it for me with a thank you. Wow. Can you? No, I, I'm not going to let you. You have to look. Any guesses? Thank you. Oh my gosh, I have no idea. No? Nope. Okay. Uh, I'll give you one hint, and this really should give it away for okay. you. Yellow and black. Oh, man. Timothy Gaines? Timothy, Te- Timothy Gaines. Wow. And uh, this was, I got two of these for you. Wow. I got you that. And you can explain what that is. It's a uh, pick. It's a guitar pick. Yes. From? Timothy Gaines. From? Striper. Oh, my gosh. The 30th anniversary yeah, of? The tour. Of we saw uh, that. To Hell with the Devil. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. Oh, that was really cool. Now, I got you another one because I saw this one first, and then I saw that one. I went, oh, that one's even better. There's another one. Wow. 
So that it's two guitar good. picks. Oh, yeah. We'll have to put them up on social media so people can see them. Oh, yes. But uh, he uh, he had posted on Facebook, hey, I'm selling these guitar picks. Get them while you can. And I so I did. And oh, he, really cool. Yeah, he sent, me, uh, he sent me a little thank you note. Well, thank yeah. you note. It just says thank you, Tim Gaines, which maybe he does that for everybody. I don't know. But yeah. um, I, I am actually going to cut that thank you note and frame it up with a picture of tim Gaines. see i got one for me too okay so uh, uh because well, really cool we uh saw them yeah and and uh i'll give you a hint about the gift i got you um I, I, should you give me a hint yet yes okay i'll, I'll give you a hint and think about you know like the 30th anniversary um we saw Tim Gaines there, right? He played with the band. He's no longer um, playing live with the band, but he was a big part of my liking. To Did you get me some uh, Timothy Gaines guitar picks? <laughs> no, no. Uh, but it, it has something uh, to do with an event that you took me to. Oh, so, okay. So it, it has to do with that, and that's why I bought uh, this gift because it has something to do with... Uh, um, event we uh, did together. So. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Couple weeks ago, I had an idea. Uh, before you get to that, okay. It's we got to get this in, and we'll make it brief. Okay. We'll make it brief. Uh, we got to call Sal. Okay. So let's call Sal right now. All right. If this runs long, we can do this. We can do this other thing. No, uh, we're still going to get to that. We're uh, yeah, we're going to keep this break. real okay. brief. All right. We'll call Sal. Um, let I, me. I don't, I don't think we've ever called Sal, and it, it's been brief. Uh, well, I'm going to try to keep it brief. Okay. You know, he's a talker, and I'm a talker, so that's that's a a nightmare sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the wrong one up. Okay, there we go. Hey, hey Sal. Hey. Hey. hey Merry Christmas, Sal. It's Sal. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. How's Christmas in New York? Uh, about mid fifties, actually. <laughs> wow, that's better than Sacramento. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah like there's, there looks like no no real snow in the forecast before Christmas. Oh, which is fine because yeah. I hate bringing my I hate bringing my Christmas ornaments off the lawn when they're covered with snow. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a uh, Do you have a Jesus is a friend of mine Christmas ornament? No, I do not, unfortunately. Oh, Aaron, Aaron, we got to look into making that happen oh, for yes. next year. <laughs> if hey, if Aaron and I sent you a Jesus is a friend of mine lawn ornament for Christmas, would you would you display it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I have to make it happen now, Aaron. That's right. Have to make it happen. I'll figure that out. I've got to. What was just released yesterday. Now, I don't know anything about this app. Bandcamp is the name of the app. Okay, I've heard of it. Um, you've heard of it. Okay. Well, there's a a Christmas single, but I think the money is going to the the specialized uh, charity in England that I did with the Scapones. Oh, really? They uh, yeah. I think they're calling it "Jesus is a Friend of Mine" Part Two. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go check that they, out. What they did was they they used some of my music, but they wrote mostly original music. I helped with the words. And they recorded all the music, and then remotely, 
actually when I went to England in November for the for the festival, I put down the bass tracks and I sang the vocals. Oh, that's awesome! And and, and they recorded it on a on a laptop, took it back to the studio, and they released it yesterday, and it. It really came really, really good. <laughs> I'm going to go check it out. Uh, uh, do you think they would mind if we put it in our Christmas show? I wouldn't. I absolutely not. Because if you know what, if it gets people, if it gets people to want to download it and the money goes to the charity, that's fine. Perfect. Well, uh, Aaron, can we make that happen? I'll find it. Uh, he's like nodding over there. You're on the radio. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm, and, and it's by this. The Scapones, S K A P O N E S. Yeah. Yes. Also, actually, you could. It's Sal Palacetti. I don't know what F slash T is. The Scapones, featuring fronting the Free featuring the. Oh, oh, so all right. So it's Sal Palacetti. It's actually under my name, I guess. Oh, uh, Aaron found it. Aaron found it. Oh, he found it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Found it already. Hey, uh, do the Scapones know that we? Uh, we use uh, their version of Jesus as a friend of mine to close out every show. The uh, well, the original, the other recording. Well, that's not was the Scapones. That was uh, Rude Boy George. Oh, that's right. That's Rude Boy George. I'm I'm wrong on that. That's correct. Does, does Rude Boy George know? Oh, uh, they don't mind. I'm sure. That, I'm sure they'd be thrilled if they knew. Oh, you should tell them. I, uh, yeah, I, I would love. Sure. I would love to talk to them sometime. Yeah, if you go to, <laughs> if you go to Bandcamp and search. Uh, the Scapones, um, it comes up, and uh, I don't know if you've seen the cover or not, but it, it's interesting. Let me see. Yeah. Oh, it's a picture of Jesus wearing sunglasses and a Santa hat. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> part part two. <laughs> yeah. And and again, this is not like it's a it's a it's a musician looking guy with sunglasses with the Santa hat. Right. It's not Santa itself, but yeah, it's uh, it's cool. Yeah. Awesome. It was pretty cool. And the whole festival was, was, I mean, like I hadn't been there in, well, the last year they didn't have one, but I hadn't been there in three years and it was just so nice to see all those guys again. And, um, and we had, it, it was really, uh, COVID really had an effect. Yeah, it really it. did. It really did. The, the, the first two bands, the show was supposed to start at six thirty on Friday night. And the first two bands had to cancel because someone in the band tested, someone in their bands tested positive that morning for COVID. So oh. we didn't find this out and they didn't stay afternoon. Oh. So when the eighth, so when the third band showed up early, like to just check in, they said, Oh, you guys are here. Yeah. Can you play when now? <laughs> <laughs> so, so they, they kind of ran up there quickly. Um, but, and, but the thing was, I was only supposed to sing my song and maybe play bass on another song with the Scapones. Um, but, but Saturday, and that was supposed to be Saturday. Uh, we were supposed to be the headliner, supposed to be the last show on Saturday, the last band, but Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning, late morning, early afternoon, we all went out sightseeing. Um, and then we get back and, uh, everybody's milling around in the lounge area and I see the guitar player from another band who is a friend of mine and his band was supposed to play before the Scapones. So how you doing? How you been? How you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. And I, said, yeah, I think I'm playing with the, I'm playing with the Scapones tonight. He goes, Oh, I think I am too. And I said, Oh, nice. And I walked away thinking, why is he playing with the Scapones? And then not 30 seconds later, I found out 
that Paul Williams, the lead singer of the Scapones and one of the keyboard players, had tested positive for COVID oh, that no. morning. So the rest of the band tested. They were all negative. But the guitar player, who's also the one that co-writes the songs and all that, he was scrambling around. What are we going to do? And he says, well, I'll tell you what. So he says, you know what? We're going to see who wants to play and who wants to sing. And we'll just do a set <laughs> with like with, with, with cover songs, you know, with, sure. with popular ska and reggae songs that people all know. So I told him, okay, I said, well, I'll tell you what, I says, I can play bass in this song. I could do this in this song. And if you want, I can sing one of your songs if you get me the words. So they were scrambling around to find musicians. It was like Mad Dogs and Englishmen up there. There was like 15 people on the stage. <laughs> Everybody, and, and it worked, it went over really well. That's Because awesome. we were having a great time. We were having a great time. The crowd was having a great time. And, uh, they knew. I mean, they, everybody understood what was going on. So, uh, it was really, it was a lot of fun. Cause besides the Scapones, the rest of the Scapones, I got to play with, uh, with, uh, the Andrew from big fat Panda and, and, and half of the, uh, King Hammond band. And it was really cool. It was really That's cool awesome. getting to play with all those guys. Not to mention, yeah, it worked out really not to mention, I just, uh, I just had a, an epiphany, Aaron, uh, Sal said, uh, Mad Dogs and, uh, what, what did you say? Mad Dogs and what? Mad Dogs and Englishman, Joe Mad, Cocker. Oh, okay. I didn't know that that was a Joe Cocker song. I was like, what a great name for a ska band, Mad Dogs and Englishman. <laughs> actually, actually, that was, the, that was the name of his tour. Oh. Uh, in, in 1970 or 71, he had been, um, Joe Cocker had a rough life, I'll tell you. Yeah, that whole bit. The whole bit, he got screwed from several management people, lost all his money, uh, his band quit on him, and he had this big tour coming up, and he had no band. So he called his friend, Leon Russell, mm -hmm. at the time, and said, I don't know what to do, and Leon Russell says, don't worry, I'll put together a band for you. And I happened to see that show at the Phil Maurice. Oh, wow. There must have been 30... There must have been 30 people on the stage. Musicians, wives, girlfriends, kids. That's pets. awesome. There were dogs running around on the stage. I mean, and, and they, and they did, the show was great. In fact, it's a CD and it's a DVD of the concert. Is, oh, wow. Is out. I, I wasn't um, aware of that. And I really should have been. Cause I worked uh, classic rock radio for a long time. And that was, in fact, that was the name of the album too. Mad dogs and Englishmen. That was the name of the tour and name of the album. Yeah. What a great name. Yeah. So if, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> there was so many people. On, I mean, half of, half of them, I didn't know their names, but it didn't really matter. And there's some nice video. I took some, my wife took some nice video of that too. Oh, is it up on YouTube? Uh, no, no, it's not. Um, well, where is it? Let me know if it makes it up on YouTube so we can uh, tell people to go check it out. Actually, maybe I will put one of the, this, this one of them. Yeah, maybe I'll, you know what? Cause it's on, it's on, it's, it's on Facebook, but maybe I'll put it on YouTube. Yeah, if you throw it up on YouTube, everybody can find it. This is true. Hey, Sal, this is true. we have a jam-packed break, which we were already over over on. Uh, so I need to cut this a little short. But I did want no to problem. call you and tell you Merry Christmas from us. Oh, Merry Christmas to you guys, too. Thank you so much. And uh, we love talking to you. We love talking oh. to you. So, <laughs> Same here. Absolutely. Um, I So... Hey, would you mind doing me a favor, a quick favor, take you two seconds? Sure. Will you do 
Will you tell our audience Merry Christmas so we can record it and put it in our shows? Can you just say Merry sure. Christmas from Sal Policetti or Jesus as a friend of mine or whatever you want to say? Okay, sure. No problem. Uh, we'll do it in right now if you're good. Okay, I'm good. Three, two, one. Hi, this is Sal Policetti from Sunseed wishing you all a happy, Merry Christmas, peaceful New Year. And remember, Jesus is your friend. Fantastic. Love it. Thank you, Sal. <laughs> Not a problem. Merry Christmas to you and the family. Happy New Year. Thank you very much. Same to you and yours. All right. Have a good one. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye. He's laughing when he gets off the yeah. phone. I love that. <laughs> yes. I love Sal. All right. Now, we got we got questions? Yeah. You want to cut this and then go yeah. to the break? Or you yeah, want, we'll yeah. do this in okay. the last break. You want to do it in the last break? Yeah, we'll do it last break. Okay. So, hey, more Christmas music coming up on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Rock Salt, Dave Peril, Aaron Zown. Hey, Aaron, where can people contact us? 
on our email at rocksaltradio at gmail.com. Rocksaltradio at gmail.com. Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron and Dave. Christmas special, jingle, jingle, jangle, ho, 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 and uh, all the other good stuff that comes with Christmas, right? Yes. Well, I had this idea. We talked about the, the last break, but we're doing it this break. Well, uh, it our, got bumped for Sal Policetti, that, okay? Right. It's very, uh, he's a very okay. important guest. That's right. He's very important to the show. <laughs> he is. <laughs> yes, I mean, he is. Not, oh, there's no doubt. No doubt. He is a big part of this show. We run Jesus is a Friend of Mine as our opener. We run Jesus is a Friend of Mine as our closer. And uh, yes. he talks, I talked with him quite often, actually. He's yeah. a great guy. I oh, love that guy. Man. A lot of cheer in that guy. Yes. Never a, never a down word from that guy. No. Uh, boy, he has lived life to its fullest. That's for sure. He's lived you a know? great life. Yeah. For sure. All right. So the idea I had, our, our uh, wives and my, my son wrote down names of what we, to, to buy people for Christmas. You know, oh, okay, so people, so they peoples. they provided names of celebrities, and we got to come up with the gifts for them for yeah. them for yeah. Christmas twenty twenty one COVID yes. Christmas. COVID, yes. <laughs> uh, the first uh, Gary Busey. Ooh, Gary Busey. What, would, gonna, you, what would you buy? Gary Busey, I would buy um, a. Year supply of toothbrushes and toothpaste because he's got big teeth. I see. <laughs> and he loves to show them off. No joke, that's what I would get him because he'd probably find that. I'm funny. a little lost on who that is, but that's Gary uh, Busey. Yeah. Um, did you ever see the Buddy Holly story? No, I didn't. Oh, you got to see that. Okay. Uh, he played Buddy Holly. That's probably his most famous role. Huh? role. Um, I love Gary Busey. He had a motorcycle accident. He was not wearing a helmet, had a head injury, and never quite been the same. Okay. Um, so he, while he can be very uh, abrupt, at the same time, he can be hysterical, and he doesn't even realize it. All right. Uh, your wife said, Richard Simmons. <laughs> of course, my wife said Richard Simmons. <laughs> I, I'm buying him some pants. Yeah, you're getting pants I'm for him? I'm getting him some pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they got to be shiny. <laughs> shiny pants. You get him some shiny yoga pants. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Steve Urkel. Steve, Ur oh, Urkel? Yeah. Mm, where man. do you get that guy? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know either. Urkel? Who came up with Urkel? Nancy did. Of course she did. <laughs> Urkel. What do you get Urkel? Um, That's the guy with the, the glasses. And yeah. The, yeah okay. Did I do that? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, the only thing that pops into my head is a, a pair of, uh, or a set of croquis that he could put on his glasses <laughs> so he can hang them from his neck. That's all I can think of. I, I would I would buy him some um, uh, better looking uh, suspenders. Okay. Yeah. Like like Mork for Mork suspenders, the Yo, rainbow ones oh, with the. That would be great. With the. Oh, yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, Quentin Tarantino. I got to come up with this one. Yeah. Well, I, it, both of us here have to, you know. 
I would buy Quentin Tarantino a master class on how to not swear. Okay. That's what I would buy him. <laughs> I'd probably buy him dinner with Donald Trump. Oh, that, that would, would be good. That, that would be a good conversation. That would be good. And I think both of them would be like, you know, agree to having dinner together. Yeah, because you I know. think on a human level, everybody's just cool with people. If you if you go out to dinner with somebody and you're on both or either side of the fence or whatever it is, uh, you know, at that level, hanging out with the celebrities that I hung out with in, in Hollywood, uh, you find that, number one, they all have something in common, which is their celebrity and Hollywood, uh, but... They tend to, they tend to gravitate towards each other, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I I think uh, um, both of these, uh, both those guys, um, are full of themselves to some extent. Yeah, um, both of them are uh, full of themselves to some extent, and, and the conversation would be good. They they yeah. both have you know. They love me, myself, and I. Both oh, yeah. Those guys oh, do. they're both very narcissistic. Yes. Sure. And it would be good conversation. Yeah. Uh, Danny Trejo. Ooh, Danny Trejo. Yeah. I love you, Danny Trejo. You know who to, Danny Trejo is? You have to let me know that. All right. Yeah. Danny Trejo. Did you see Con Air? Yes, I did. Okay. He is the big uh, Hispanic dude. That uh, I think they call him Johnny Twenty Three in there, and he's got all the hearts tattooed on his. Oh yes, this guy. Okay, I'm looking it up on Google. Yes, yeah. What would I buy him? Can't Man. say donuts because he owns a donut shop. And Tahoes, because I mean uh, tattoos, because he's yeah. got plenty of them. He's got tattoos too. Yeah. So uh, what do you get, Danny Trejo? I don't know. What would? Mm. I, that's a tough one. A role in a movie where he's the good guy. Hey, that's good. Yeah, because he's he's always the bad guy. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, and so I would buy him a role in a movie. Yeah, that he's he, the good guy. You know, one of my favorite roles that he is in, and he's only in it briefly, is uh, Breaking Bad, where he's the he's the tortoise or the turtle or whatever they call him because he doesn't move fast. Uh, did you see that? Did you see Breaking Bad? Uh, the show. Yeah. Uh, no, very little. No, all right. Well, he's you've got. Been tell, you've been telling me get past the first five episodes, yeah, and then you'll start. To he's like only it. in like two episodes, but a great role. Yeah. Um, last one from your uh, wife, uh, Jerry Mathers. Jerry the Jerry the Mathers. Yep, the Beaver. The Beaver. Yes. From hmm. Leave It to Beaver. Well, ah, <sighs> what do you get the Beaver? Um, I'll I'll use yours. Okay, a role. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Any man. role will do. <laughs> I'm getting the beaver a, a BB gun. You know, you shoot Jerry out, yeah, kid. That's right. <laughs> a role with the BB gun, Jerry Mathers. That's a difficult one. Yeah. Oh, on to my wife, Fred Astaire. Oh, am I answering yeah, this one? Uh, I can answer too. Um, uh, I I would I would say a new set of tap shoes. New <laughs> I, and I'm not making fun. I love Fred Astaire. He's a yeah. great or was a great talented dancer. Not as talented as an actor per se. No, 
uh, but you know, great, great dancer. And, and he's one of those guys, my mom got me hooked on this, but he's one of those guys that I could sit there and watch and watch and watch because he's so talented. Good storyteller too. And the Santa Claus is yeah. coming to town. Did, did you, uh, did you ever see that? I wish I knew what movie this was in. My mom used to love watching it and I actually really got into watching it too, but there's a movie that he's in where he's tap dancing and he's throwing down firecrackers at his feet. As he's tap dancing. Yeah, it's called the Holiday Inn. Is that Holiday? No, that's yes. not Holiday Inn. Yeah, yes, it is. No, it's not. I'm going to look it up. Okay. It is, though. It's not. Yeah, it's with uh, Bing Crosby. He has this. Fred Astaire is uh, not in Holiday Inn. He's not. Um, but okay. g- go ahead. I'm going to look the it up. What's his name? Uh, Chewbacca. What do you buy Chewbacca for Christmas? A brush. A brush. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a spa day. <laughs> yeah he can get his he can get his hair done he can get his nails done <laughs> all right on to the next one kanye west oh <laughs> that poor oh, guy oh. he's a uh, he's a victim of himself isn't he that's true um uh again he's you know written some interesting uh music the last couple of years uh, you know um some stuff he would call christian which it, it is i mean it's in that genre uh i, I would get him a matchmaker you know someone no, no not her what not her kanye you would get kanye a matchmaker yeah someone help him pick out uh different uh, uh oh uh, yes. different lady oh, okay the, yeah. Isn't he with one of the Kardashians? Yeah that, yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and they've kind of broken up, got back together. It, it seems like, and broken up and got back together, and so. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. What would you? Uh, what do you get the guy who's got everything? Um, I don't know. You know, everything I read about Keanu Reeves is um, positive. He's such a nice dude, and he's very down to earth, and rides a bus and stuff like that. So, I, you know, I don't. Uh, I guess you're right because I'm looking at it right here. I'm looking at the video of Fred Astaire. We're now talking about Holiday Inn. Yeah, Fred Astaire uh, tap dancing. So, I, I guess you're right. Yeah, the whole idea is is Bing Crosby sets up this hotel or whatever, and they only do shows on holidays. And so, the right. one you're talking about is uh, he's supposed to have a dance partner during the movie. Right. That part, uh, Bing Crosby gets her lost. So, the, <laughs> you know, um, so she doesn't arrive. Right. And so he um, has to go out there and entertain the folks that are paying the paying audience. And so it's the July 4th, uh, Independence Day. Oh, that's what one, it is. And then and he's throwing down fireworks. See, so. and that's what I was thinking. I was thinking it's a July 4th sort of thing. It's not Holiday Inn. But and yeah, I, you're right. And I was thinking to myself is like, are they putting in the sound effects? Because sometimes like. No, it's going off. Little, no, you can yeah. see them going off. Well, yes. I mean, and then during that day, they didn't have the sound effects to do that. Right. So they had to be live yeah. fireworks. So uh, amazing. So what are you buying? Um. Is he, was he Bill or Ted? Oh, Keanu Reeves? Was he Bill or Ted? He was uh, Bill S. Preston Esquire. Okay. What do you buy? I think he was Bill S. Preston Esquire. Um, hmm. You know, the guy... Well, I'm not going to get him a puppy. 
<laughs> I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> um, and he seems really tough on classic cars, so I'm not going to do that either. Um, I would probably get him something for his motorcycle. Honestly, I mean, if I was like a friend of Keanu Reeves, he seems really attached to his motorcycle. I think that's what I'd do. Cool. So I don't know what, but, you know, something. All right. Kevin Bacon. What do you get that guy, man? Um, you can't say a role in another movie. The guy's in everything. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, I would get him a board game of the uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right. That's I wasn't in that. I yeah, I wasn't in that movie. <laughs> and uh, what do you get? Oh, wait. Yes, I was. <laughs> Thanks for pointing it out. <laughs> He's in a new show on like Showtime or something like that. I haven't. Uh, He's another guy I, I, yeah. I really like. Yeah. Uh, he's done a lot of different um, parts. Um, not a lot of comedies, but he has been in comedies with other people. Sure. So, uh, Ofer Winfrey. Oh. Who's, who, who gave you that? Dawn did. Oh, she's setting me up. <laughs> she's setting me up. <laughs> uh, in, in the words of Marion Barry, she set me up. <laughs> um, oh, man. Let me see. Uh, what do I get Oprah Winfrey? Oprah Winfrey. Um, well, the woman has more money than God. And, hmm. Oh, you know what I get Oprah Winfrey? What? A marriage license. <laughs> Next, <laughs> that I don't got any better. No, I had my son do um, superheroes for us to buy. Oh, okay, that could him. be interesting. Yes, sure. And I thought it'd be interesting. And so, uh, number one, he put Batman. What are well, we getting, Batman? I don't know. Once again, the guy who has everything, right? I mean, literally everything. <laughs> yeah, anytime he needs a new Batmobile, a new movie comes out, they just change the Batmobile. Well, and if you go back and watch the, the 60s Batman, uh, it didn't matter what situation they were in, he had a solution for it on his utility belt. That's right. <laughs> so, um, what do you get Batman? Hmm. Oh, uh... <laughs> A wife? A wife. <laughs> Someone to get him to settle down a little bit. I know he's kind of a playboy and he yeah. likes dating a lot of different women because he's always so with a, a different wife. women movie. Yeah. He, he's a bat wife. Yeah. And not bad girl because, you know, that's not right. Yeah. But, yeah, he needs um, he needs bat wife to take care of, you know, all the stuff. And I don't mean take care of the house. I mean, but all the behind the scenes stuff that wives tend to take care of for their husbands. You know? Yeah. The woman behind the man. You know, some of the, he needs uh, his home to have a woman's touch instead of Alfred running around and, taking care. And of by him. the way, Alfred is fantastic. Yes. Okay. There's still a place for Alfred. Whoops! I dropped my rock star. <laughs> uh, there's still a place for Alfred, uh, but yeah, it needs a woman's touch. There you go. Wife for Batman, Superman. <laughs> but she's got to dress up like a bat. <laughs> <laughs> Superman, what are we buying for Superman? Superman. Um, this is a guy that's got a lot of emotional issues. If you stop and think about it, right? His, his biological parents died. His, his adoptive father died. <laughs> uh, then he goes out to the Fortress of Solitude 
and uh, I, I believe it was Zod that uh, destroyed the fortress, if I remember Superman 2 correctly. I correctly. Um, I, I think I'd get him a shrink. I, I, I'd get him somebody that he could share his problems with because he's got a little, a lot of pent-up anger issues. I'd get him an anti-kryptonite uh, spray or something like that or whatever. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Mm. Better cage for that spider, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it depends on which Spider-Man you're talking about. But I think what I would do is I would set up lunch for Spider-Man and J. Jonah Jameson to work out, hash out their their anger towards each other. Because you know J. Jonah, you know who J. Jonah Jameson is. I'm lost there. Okay, J. Jonah Jameson is the uh, the big newspaper guy that Peter Parker works for. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, J. Jonah Jameson hates Spider Man. You know, doesn't like the whole vigilante thing. Yeah, looks at him as more of a criminal. And I would, I think I would buy them a really nice lunch and say, uh, "You're not leaving the restaurant until you guys shake hands." And come to some sort of agreement over stuff. I'll give you exclusive. Spider-Man would be like, I'll give you exclusive. Yeah. You know. All right. uh, The Joker. Hmm. What are we buying for the Joker? Well, he's no longer with Harley. So, uh, you know, any of that, you know. Joker's bad in a relationship anyways, right? Marriage counselor maybe? or No, no. He's beyond that. He's beyond that. He's beyond that. I mean, he's been to Arkham. And so is Harley. Well, that's where he met Harley was in Arkham, right? So, hmm, what do you get the Joker? Well, I'm going to give him a makeup kit because uh, maybe a, a new face would help him. You know what I think I would get the Joker? I would hire those guys from uh, Queer Eye for a Straight Guy. <laughs> I'd hire those guys and have them do a makeover on the Joker. Just get him some new threads and everything because he seems to wear the same thing all the time. And I know it's kind of signature, but just maybe, you know, they get him like something kind of make him kind of cool. I mean, not that he's cool already. We're doing now. What's your favorite Joker? Oh, favorite Joker. We've had this discussion before. My favorite Joker, of course, is Heath Ledger. He was the best Joker followed up by. And now this is where uh, hardcore Batman fans are going to probably fist fight me is followed up by jack nicholson i know that's your favorite joker oh yeah or the original uh, those two uh caesar romero's yeah. pretty good joker yes yep um i would put caesar at number four i'd put um mark hamill luke skywalker at number three okay because he voices the joker and uh, in the cartoons and he has done a fantastic job as the joker uh, but Heath Ledger, hands down. I mean, Heath Ledger tapped in to the psychoticness of the Joker. See, you couldn't do that back when Romero was doing it, though. You you couldn't do what Heath Ledger did. I right. don't think it would have been something. No, no, it wouldn't work. But it was fantastic for the show, and he did a great job yep. as the character. And uh, what would you get Lex Luthor? Lex Luthor, I would... Uh, I, you know, my first go-to was going to say some uh, hair club for men, but, you know, he's got a vast <laughs> array of wigs that he wears, so uh, not that. 
why would I get Lex Luthor? Because I mean, he is pretty one of the, one of the probably he's up there with the Joker as far as uh, villainous plans. It's always grand and huge, you know. Um, hmm, Lex Luthor. That's a tough one, man, because you go immediately to the hair. What would I get that dude? I, I, you know what? I am going to go back to the hair club for men. I, I'm going to see if maybe we can get Lex some, some actual hair, maybe hair plugs. Maybe some hair plugs. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get Lex Luther hair plugs. How about a book on how to be nice? Yeah. No. I no. think he'd just toss that into the fire. <laughs> Probably so. He'd, he'd tell yeah. you this is great. And then while you turn your back, you'd uh, get, get rid of that. Thank you. I'm out. <laughs> is that everything? Yeah, that's everything. Okay, there we go. Christmas gifts for the rich and famous. <laughs> and right. superheroes and who superheroes, have everything. Which are rich and famous, usually. That's true. I mean, Bruce Wayne, rich and famous. Clark Kent, not rich and famous. Um, who else was on there? Lex Luthor, rich and famous. Yep. Um, who else? Spider-Man, not rich and famous. We, we just saw them. I had somebody. We just saw the movie Ghostbusters. What would you buy the Ghostbusters? All three of them? Four all of three, them? All three. All, all four of them. Yeah. What would you buy the Ghostbusters? Ah. Uh, you know, what, what if you they, go off the original movie, I would say a new car. A new car. But that car so iconic now. I mean, it really, it really is the fifth Ghostbuster. I know you collect Hot Wheels. Do you have a Ghostbusters Hot Wheel? I've got about six of them. Six of them. Okay. Yeah. Any of them made into a updated Ghostbusters car? Well, I've got um, they're from different movies and shows of of Ghostbusters. So oh. I've got like the uh, you remember the real Ghostbusters cartoon from oh, back yeah. in the nineties? Yes, uh, I've got one of those cars and uh, the horrible all female Ghostbuster movie. I've got that car. Uh, one and two, I have those. Uh, now, if they put out an afterlife Ghostbuster car. I'll go get that too. Uh, because probably the Ghostbuster cars come second in line behind the Batmobiles that I buy. Anytime I see a Batmobile, I buy it. Yeah. Our buddy from the show, um, from no lost cause, uh, he, Rob is putting posts on Instagram. Some, uh, afterlife, uh, Ghostbuster stuff. Oh yeah, all that. So he, he's been collecting that. I would probably get them a lighter uh, ghost fighting pack. Those packs, on yeah, the those proton to, packs seem pretty heavy. Have, yeah, I, I'd get something a little updated. Yeah, uh, a little lighter so they can spend you know more time out there. I would agree with that because the Ghostbusters are getting older. Yeah, and, and they <laughs> they need they need to, to be a little lighter. They need to be able to. I mean, they don't move around as easy as they used to, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they need Paul Rudd and and uh, I I don't remember the little girl's name in in the Afterlife movie, but those uh, I mean now I'm gonna go off on a tangent, man. The kids in that movie were so great. Uh, you immediately bought into them. You immediately liked them. Uh, it wasn't one of those movies where you went, yeah, but I wish that kid wasn't in it. No, the kids were a big part of the movie, and they did great. Yeah, the kid walking around with the microphone all the time. They were very interesting, uh, very likable. Yep. 
and uh, so um, hats off to the. They uh, did a fantastic people, job on the that people movie. who uh, hired the kids and who did all that and, and did a great job. And so, awesome. Well, we come to the end of the show. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Yes, and so uh, I hope everybody is um, having enough time to spend with uh, family and friends. Even if you don't like them, still <laughs> still give them a hug. Keep your six feet social distance. Yeah. Hey, hey, Fauci said oh, we might not be oh, able to spend Christmas we, with our we, families yeah, again. We, uh, we, we weren't going to talk about that today, Dave. I know, yeah. but I had to throw it in. <laughs> and I so, just want people to be safe, Aaron. So Merry Christmas and happy trails. This is Coffee Shop Keegan from Dead Set, and you're listening to Rock Sol Radio. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. 